0: I could stay here forever.
1: Carvana, where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today.
0: Bring us in, babe.
1: Welcome to Coco Coco Caliente. Caliente. So, Nicole... Yes.
0: This is, I don't even know what number episode we're on. We're over 100 now.
1: Like
0: 107-ish? 107. You know, it's crazy to think that we've made it this far. (laughs) Right? Doesn't it feel (laughs) like bizarre? Yeah, because that means it's
1: like 107 weeks.
0: Is that what that means? But we've yeah. taken... Well, there's been breaks between when you done were it gone. And,
1: we've done 107 weeks.
0: That's a lot. Yeah. That's a lot. Especially where we started when we were like traveling outside mm. of Michigan and hauling our equipment around talking <laughs> to people.
1: Oh my gosh. I think how we started this podcast. <laughs> oh, we, we were dreamers.
0: But anyways, <laughs> and, and we thank everybody that's been along for the ride. Yeah, we uh, do. Maybe, maybe down the line, we'll go back to traveling a little bit, but obviously right now... Our focus is baby, right? Yeah, definitely. And everybody being healthy from COVID. And this week, I believe if I'm not mistaken, it's this Friday or this
1: the 22nd Saturday, Saturday
0: mm-hmm. is International Being You Day. And uh, ironically enough, we're talking to the guy that invented that day. Which
1: is so cool. Uh,
0: Dr. Dane Her here. He, her,
1: hair, it's,
0: it's, H-E-E-R, I don't know how to pronounce that. I'm going to ask him here in a minute once we talk <laughs> to him. But he's all about happiness and being you and being yourself to make you happy. What makes you happy, Nicole? Before um, we talk to him, because he's going to have a lot to say, I bet, but what, what makes you tick?
1: Uh, w- really the small things. And I realized that yesterday I live in, I choose to live in a town of 800 people
0: it's a, it's technically called a village, a village.
1: <laughs> and I, I, we've traveled the world and this is where we choose to live why because this is where i think my happiness comes from quiet small town um just like humble beginnings humble people nice generous people that i like to surround myself with with and animals i'm really my happiness a lot of it comes from animals
0: yeah and no and she's absolutely right and I've I've uh gained a a real appreciation for being in a place like this uh, because not only do you get that slower pace, like I, now I get a little bit of anxiety if I'm in a big city for too long because of the even something like traffic. Oh,
1: do you? You never right? have or, told or me Lyme. that.
0: Or Lyme. Not anxiety per se to where, but it's just if I'm there too long, I start <laughs> yeah. getting frustrated. Totally. Right? If I'm driving, especially when I have to do stuff for work and I go to the city and right. I'm just like, oh my God, all these lights mm-hmm. and all these cars and all these people and i love people but sometimes too much in one area can be overwhelming you know Mm -hmm. it just triggers all your senses at once and you know some people are okay with that and they get used to it but to think that you know right now it's not like we have the biggest yard or anything right but we have a front yard we have a backyard we have a decent amount of space we just put up this awesome fence you know and we're looking for a bigger space with like Mm -hmm. 10 acres or something like that but you, you wouldn't be able to do that in the city we couldn't afford that you know
1: yeah, I think that I just know my happiness comes from So are you saying your happiness comes from like this type of thing now?
0: This is where part of my happiness comes from and I didn't realize I needed it. You yeah. know what I mean? Like I I, I needed you a, to slow down. You
1: got a motorcycle and you just like working on that out back. That, yeah, that which we'll get happiness. to we'll
0: get to that after this episode. Oh, okay. But yes, it, it's it's a cool story and I'll tell you all about it uh in the in the outro after we <laughs> talk to uh a dane i think i'm saying his name right he's gonna be so mad if if i'm butchering it's
1: definitely gotta be dane
0: and also drawing happiness from our baby you know our relationship and you being pregnant and and all the cool stuff that comes with surrounding
1: ourselves we surround we're really good at who we surround ourselves with
0: very tight-knit group
1: and it's they're just like the freaking best people Mm -hmm. so i think we're really good at at picking friends.
0: (laughs) Yeah, well, and and it's it's another thing that, you know, when I was looking up uh, our guest, uh, he talks about everybody helping each other.
1: Yeah.
0: Right, and I feel like the group of friends and people that we surround ourselves with are all looking to help each other.
1: We all lift each other up, definitely. Opposed
0: to, mm-hmm. I'm feeding off of this person to get what I need, but I don't really want to reciprocate anything back. Yeah. Right? I don't I don't want to... I have this information that can really help this person, but I'm going to keep it to myself because I'm going to make myself better and I'm not going to help them out. If you have people mm-hmm. like that in your life or you feel like you're surrounded by people like that, that's toxic. It is. Get them out and... And honestly, it's not even worth it. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, no, I'm I'm just, I'm so looking forward to, to everything that we have coming up, especially our baby. That's the number one thing. And even mm-hmm. just getting all the baby clothes and getting the crib ready and all that stuff. Yeah,
1: speaking of that, there's this really cute company in Michigan that I want to shout out.
0: Um, Woot! shout out non-paid advertisement
1: it's called the little bubba shop and it's this online unique boutique for babies kids and moms Mm. and i've put it in my story before they've sent us such cute stuff and then i got more stuff in today (laughs) and um, anyways i just want to talk about it a little bit so they carry a bunch of items from like specialty brands that you don't find in most places so
0: it's like a boutique yes okay and
1: it's like organic clothing what, wait like, till you, like see, this, wait till you see this... From nature recycled or something? Wait till you see this romper, this adorable... Actually, I think it's like right behind you. It's a, What it's do you this, mean
0: organic? What's it made from?
1: That's a good question. No,
0: we're going to have to ask him and let him know next time. Or we put that on your store.
1: Organic cotton, probably. Oh,
0: okay, okay. Yeah. I get I get you. Like organic, organically grown stuff. Yeah,
1: they have great gifts for even the moms. Mm-hmm. And... Um,
0: is it this box re- behind me right yeah, here? Yeah, look at
1: the cute... Look, yes, look at the little romper behind that. Just, <laughs> it's so freaking cute. I'm obsessed.
0: Oh, my God. <laughs> so this is what I'm looking at right now. And, Nicole, if you want, grab your phone and take a picture of it so then you can post it. <laughs> oh, oh, Don't break your phone. Take a picture so when people are listening to the podcast, they can revert over to your story. And I'll describe it to you right now. So it's like a hand-knit. It's like a cream-white color uh it's like yeah it's like knitted it's a with little. a with a rainbow on it and uh it around the legs it's like uh, blue it's, and it's really got a cool little,
1: like cross and back. has a cross
0: back yeah it's that's just that's totally very cute. super soft super sweet
1: and so if you're looking for a great gift i'm just recommending it's called LittleBubbaShop.com, and actually um, oh this other
0: one's really nice too i
1: know
0: uh be the good oh what how fitting
1: yeah be the good with a little rainbow
0: how fitting Super. Is it rainbow? They're like logo type thing? No,
1: it's just, that's just We just like, happen
0: to have two things with rainbows. Yeah, I'm
1: big into rainbows. It's like the <laughs> 70s vibe I love. But you guys can go to littlebubbershop.com and enter code COCO to get 15% off your order because 15. I'm such a good customer that they're like, hey, do you want to give some people a discount? <laughs> I'm like, Hey,
0: yeah.
1: So check it out.
0: Yeah, that's awesome. Well, without further ado, we hope you enjoy the guests that we're having on Dane... <sighs> He's going to say his name right now because I feel like I'm butchering it. The doctor. <laughs> so I want to ask you something really quick. Okay. Doctor. Am I pronouncing you can- your name correctly? <laughs> say <it. laughs> You can call me Dane. Dane. Okay. But how do you pronounce your last name? H-E-E-R. Is that her? Here. 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 Oh, yep, my God. Right
2: here. Uh, yep. I'm
0: I'm so sorry. I'm, I'm going to try to – so I was watching in preparation for this. I was trying to do my due diligence and watch one of your videos uh, or a couple of your videos. One of them was an hour long. It was on YouTube, which you have a lot of good videos, by the way. Um, Thank you. And you have so high energy. So I'm going to try to match your energy as best as I can. <laughs> um, but I don't know if I'll be able to keep up. <laughs> oh,
2: I, I think that won't be a problem. well uh i I will try to keep up with you how about that all
0: right let's do that let's do that so okay deal doctor tell us a little bit about yourselves our listeners here we're gonna pretend like uh i'm gonna pretend like i don't know anything about you and i'm gonna ask questions and stuff but tell our listeners a little bit about you and what you do
2: uh wow what do i do so many awesome things um (laughs) And I, I don't mean that from the arrogant perspective. I mean, I feel really blessed because I get to do all kinds of things. I mean, uh, I guess probably the biggest thing for me is uh, being a co-creator of Access Consciousness, mm-hmm. which is a set of tools, techniques, information, ways of changing anything you want to change. Uh, I work with people's bodies energetically. I write books. I uh, do all kinds of videos to try to give people tools. I have a lot of fun. And I also am involved in creating businesses around the world and uh, currently building a resort in Costa Rica. And oh. um, goodness, <laughs> <laughs> I like to live, I like to do stuff.
1: This episode is brought to you by Ancient Nutrition. You don't have to scroll very far down on your newsfeed to find a story about the restorative effects of collagen. It's all the rage, but it's way more than just hype. Get the very best collagen on the market from Ancient Nutrition. It has one goal to transform the health of every individual on the planet with his, the history's most powerful superfoods. Whether you want to improve your body, sharpen your mind, or just feel like your best self, Ancient Nutrition makes supplements that get real results you can see and feel. Their best-selling multi-collagen protein powder includes five types of collagen. It is the first and only collagen on the market with clinically studied ingredients proven to help reduce joint discomfort as early as day one. It improves fine lines and wrinkles after four weeks and transforms your overall skin tone after eight weeks. Right now, Ancient Nutrition is offering 20% off your first order. When you go to AncientNutrition.com right now and enter promo code COCO at checkout. That's AncientNutrition.com, enter promo code COCO for 20% off your first order. AncientNutrition.com, enter promo code COCO at checkout.
0: So all this stemmed from, if I'm not mistaken, uh, from a point in your life that you, I guess from when you were a kid, you said when, like, when you were like three years old, you just wanted to be happy. And then as you were getting older, you realized that uh, you hit a point in your life because you were a chiropractor, right? Is that that's correct? Yep. And, yep. You, and you hit a point where you realized you were unhappy for like three years and, and you just kept yeah. trying to get out of that slump. And, and what was that like? Like what, what was going on?
2: Well, it's like, you know, growing up, I experienced a lot of abuse. I experienced a lot of invalidation for being weird and um, being different than other people. And yet I never gave up hope. It wasn't until I got to about 30 years old almost. I guess I was 30. And I'm I'm one of these seekers, you know, it's like I, I know there's something different possible. So I was reading books. I was going to weekend workshops. I was listening to people. I was doing some of the weirdest stuff anybody's ever done to and all i really wanted was to be happy again because i had lost it and what would happen is i would go to a weekend workshop and i'd be like yay i find i found the answer Mm -hmm. and by wednesday of the following week it would feel like the universe crashed into my head again and finally after this happening over and over and over finally i woke up one day and i'm like i'm done and i said universe you got six months either my life changes or i'm out of here And it was the one of the first times in my life I remember truly having lost hope. And getting to that point, though, was this amazing gift because a couple weeks later, I had a session of something called Access Consciousness Bars. Mm -hmm. And I went into this session literally depressed and suicidal and literally planning the date in which I was going to end my life. And I thought I was going to get to get out of here. And something changed so dynamically in that session that I came out of it with a gratitude for being alive. But even more than that, a sense of the space of what it could be to be alive, and I was like, "Well, if it feels this way to be alive. I'm in. Let's go." So I've been going,
0: yeah. and and I know exactly what you mean because I I feel like we've all we've all been in that moment in our life at some point or another where you know you're getting up, you're going to work, you got bills piling up, you don't want to be at work all day. You get home, you have all these things to do, and you're like, "Man, there there has to be something else out there," and and. Everybody easily does this too when they go buy the lottery, and they have those five to ten minutes in their head and their drive where they fantasize what it would be like to be doing whatever they want to do. Right? Yeah. I have this ultimate freedom if I had this, if I just had this one thing. And you know, I think you're right that it, it all just comes from being happy and being able to do the things that you love. I mean, it not the money helps. But how, how can somebody get to that spot or what are the tools that you suggest to people in the work that you do to, to make their lives better?
2: Oh, boy. How long is the podcast? I can talk for hours on that. <laughs> you know, that's, that's a really big question because each person is experiencing something different. And yet what I would say is one of the common themes is a lot of the people that get to this place of unhappiness or get to this place of depression or feeling like they can't. And, and they tend to be the sensitive people of the world, the people that really have a lot of caring for other people and the world. Mm. And they're so aware of the suffering that is going on in the people around them, but also in the world at large that it weighs on them so heavily and they feel like they can't do enough to change it. And so, one of the things that I try to get people to acknowledge is, is what you're experiencing right now, is it actually yours? Or are you actually aware of everybody else and what they're experiencing as their world right now? And we have a a question you can ask, which is, who does this belong to? Or is this mine? And if what you're going through lightens up at all, at least some part of it isn't actually yours. You're just picking it up like a big psychic radio receiver. Mm -hmm. And all you got to do is go, okay, if it's not mine, I'm returning it to whoever it came from and recognize that you can't heal something. You can't change something that isn't yours. So that's one of the things that's one of the tools that can be very helpful. And there are lots of others.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And I, and you know, when I hear that, I also, it makes me think of the age that we're in now with social media where, It's so powerful in in relaying information. In seconds, if something happens, you know, across the ocean on the other side where it's nighttime, I'll know it now, today, if I'm awake. You know what I mean? Like, if I have my phone, I have access to that. But on the flip side, I feel like it's easy to compare my happiness and my my moments in life with somebody else's perfect moments on their feed and on, on their social media. So you know, how, how can somebody mitigate that, right? Like, wow, this person is so perfect. Their life is so perfect. They're making good money, obviously, because they have all these followers and they can do all these great things. And I'm just stuck scrolling on my phone trying to look for that, you know, what I can do.
2: Well, and that, one of the things you need to realize is so much of what is on social media is a perfectly curated image Mm -hmm. of perfection. You know, that, that beautiful photo of the wife and the husband and the three kids in front of the waterfall. They don't tell you that right before that, they had the biggest argument of their entire relationship. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the kids were throwing up on everyone. And you know what I mean? It's like, <laughs> you know, it's like, look at our perfect vacation. Don't you wish you could be this perfect? And yeah. so people are trying to prove a lot. And if we can recognize that, one tool that can really help with this and everything else is what's true will always make you lighter a lie will always make you heavier. So if you see that and you get this weird twinge in your gut what we're conditioned to do is we go oh well that's because I can't be that perfect when in actuality 99% of the time it's our awareness that there's some lie in what's being shown to us. Yeah. And if we can if we can just start there what's true makes you lighter a lie makes you heavier whether you're watching it, whether you're listening to it, whether you're reading it, whether it's a post on social, whether it's in the media, wherever, the things that make you lighter are the things that actually will, number one, are true for you, but number two will actually nurture your being and give you more of you. So one of the things that we can all do starting right now, and it's actually really friggin' easy, is if something's making us heavier and we're reading it or watching it, just go to something else and find whatever it is that makes you lighter and watch that and engage with that. And the more that you engage with that, the more you're, You're. I don't, it sounds a little esoteric or maybe spiritual to say the more you're feeding your soul. But it's kind of like that. It's like we need to make the choices for us not to get swept up in the heaviness of the world. That doesn't do anybody any good. We have enough people doing that already. We need to make the choices for us to head towards what is light. And in so doing, we give ourselves an awareness of what it actually is to be us and what our being requires.
0: Yeah, and and that also ties into something that I saw in one of your videos that I really liked because I feel like I've been practicing that already, and I try to get Nicole to get into this uh, into this frame of mind. But like you said, she's so in tuned with her own feelings and how everybody else is feeling that it weighs heavy on her. But you say it's it's just like just be yourself, right? And don't worry about what anybody else thinks or or wants you to be. And and I, I say it simply like, you know, I don't care what other people think. I just do what I want to do. And if they feel mm-hmm. some type of way about it, well, that's on them. That's their problem. That's not my problem, right?
2: I love that you have that perspective. See, for the rest of us, it's a tough thing to get to that perspective. But if you can, it's golden because mm-hmm. – because, you know, and also one of the things that social media engenders is a a uh, reliance on other people's point of view about you and which translates into a reliance on others, other people's judgments about you. Yeah. And the difficulty is if we, if we're going around trying to chase validation from others, we're never going to achieve it. It's not going to happen. Because guaranteed, just when you think you've got enough followers and enough likes, there's going to be some troll out there that's just looking to bring happy people down that's going to post something that brings you down. And if you make that relevant in your life, that is going to be very destructive. So one of the other questions I love to give people is, is this relevant? And if we ask that, a lot of the things that we're going to find are things that actually are not relevant Or they're things that we have made relevant, things that we have pretended are relevant to us when they're not, because that's how we grow up. We grow up learning to make relevant what our parents made relevant, what our friends make relevant, and now what the entire social media community makes relevant. But what if it's not relevant to us? If it doesn't make you lighter, it's not relevant to you.
0: Mm-hmm. That is very true. That is very true. And it's like everybody is trying to have the same opinion and mindset, but it just, it, it doesn't work for everybody. It's just not the same. And if that's not what makes you tick and makes you happy, then you're just going to be stuck in this infinite loop of, I don't fit in or I'm not right. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. And, uh, so, so this Saturday, right, this Saturday is international being you day, which yes. I don't even know. So if I wanted to make an international be happy for Victor day, like how does even one go about making an international day?
2: (laughs) I love that. I I think, I think we should have that. I think that would be awesome. You know, everybody contributes a mojo to Victor. I love it. Um, Actually, there's a registrar of these national days. I didn't know this either. And, um, and, and when somebody on my team came and they said, Hey, um, what about having a being you day? I went,
0: Yes. <laughs> what do we have to do?
2: And they said, Well, here's the deal. They get about 20,000 applications a year. They oh. accept 30. Oh, and I wow. said, awesome. Let's do it. And so, <laughs> so. so Uh, uh, long story short, we got accepted for it and you have to go through this application process and give them all kinds of stuff and who knows what they're looking at. Mm -hmm. And then you have to pay a buttload of money to, to actually have this, which is fine also. Okay. Mm -hmm. Um, I figured it would be such a contribution to people that wanted to do it. So that's how you do it. And, um, It was an interesting thing to because I, you know, I wrote this book, Being You Changing the World, back in 2011. Yeah. And I didn't even realize until after we applied, I'm like, oh my God, it's the 10th anniversary of this book.
0: This is so cool. The irony.
2: Truly. The beautiful irony in this case.
0: And how does somebody practice International Being You Day? Should I light a candle? Should I blow up some balloons? Make a cake?
2: I have an idea, light a lot of candles and blow up a lot of balloons if it makes you happy. (laughs) (laughs) and um, You know, maybe champagne in a bubble bath surrounded by candles and balloons. I don't know, a birthday, whatever. Um, So there are lots of things that you can do. But in actuality, we've got a ton of content that actually starts at noon central time in the U.S. And we've got at this point, I think we've got six or seven hours of content, which is just some of it is conversations, but, but what it really is, is, is interacting with it. Like if you go there and it's at being you And if all you got to do is go there, or you could go to my YouTube channel, it'll be live stream there and just watch and see what shifts in your world. Because we've all had, I mean, think of an experience you had that after it, you were just like, you just went, yes, that I have more of me now. Mm-hmm. And that's what I wanted to create this day as, and it's not about promoting anything. It's not about selling anything. It's just about, Hey guys, if we be us, we got some different choices that are way more awesome than what we seem to have available now. And, and this door is now open. Let's go. And for me, it's like, what can I contribute to you in being you? And some of the ways of participating might be to, um, make a post with some vulnerability in it on Being You Day or a post that uplifts someone or something. You know, make a video of something that Being You is for you or maybe like a, a weird quirky capacity or skill you have or something that's, you know, that actually is, is you showing up online. You beyond the image. And just post that and you know, please tag being you day, if you will. That would be great. Because yeah. what I'd like to do is go through and see all these unique things that people do that I've never heard of, never thought about that are actually them being them. And in so doing, when we see enough people who are actually willing to be them and put it on the line, not that it has to be painful to put it on the line. Usually it's joyful, but we get inspired and go, wait, I've been sort of hiding a bit. Maybe I don't have to anymore.
0: Mm-hmm. So do you think there is a way that we can live in a world where everybody likes everybody? I mean that seems like such a – that's that's something that I've heard you say that it, it is possible and that's something that you you would love to see, that everybody when they see each other, it's not like, oh – Hey, how you doing? And just keep walking. No, hey, how are you doing? Oh my god, nice to see you. A hug. Everybody sees a hug. Everybody you see is happy, excited. Oh, you look great today. Oh, don't you have that job interview or didn't you just get this thing? I'm so happy for you. Not selfishly. What did you do this weekend so I can tell you what I did that's better than whatever you did? <laughs>
2: yeah, exactly. <laughs> is that world possible? I say absolutely. And are you going to like everybody? Not necessarily but Mm -hmm. you won't judge and separate and try to annihilate and denigrate others. Yeah. You know, and it, and this is another thing that we need to get is it's not necessarily about liking everybody, but it is about acknowledging people's differences. And rather than trying to destroy them for their differences, see what those differences contribute that you don't already have, because maybe somebody else has already invented that particular wheel and you can benefit from it. And, If we would see our differences that way, and this is, this is one of the other things about being you day that I really would like to get across to people is the people that are different in this world are so often judged and made wrong. And so they have a sense that that difference is a wrongness in them. And what I like to ask people is what if everything you thought was your greatest wrongness is actually your greatest strongness? Yeah. We, Mm -hmm. we can be a voice for that if we choose. And not from a, not from a. Here's the other part: is some of the things that I say can be taken as, oh yeah, la la, let's just <laughs> all shinkumbaya, you know, and have a loving, and so. you know, it's like, but no, this is actually practical and pragmatic because this speaks to the, the very quality of the lives that we live, and we have so many people that have such amazing gifts to offer that are hiding because they've been made so wrong. And we have such gifts to offer and we're not showing the world what we're truly about, what we're truly capable of most of the time, because there's no space for it, because people want us to fit into some invisible imaginary box that everybody else is trying to fit into rather than go, hey, I see your box and um, I don't have one, but I don't regret, I don't begrudge you for having yours, but I'm different and I, I'm going to be that.
0: Yeah, like, hey, that's a cool box. I don't have anything in that box. <laughs> <Yeah. You know? laughs> I like your right? box, and I got this box. You like my box? Cool. If you don't, well, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. you know. But yeah. I, I get what you're saying. It's all Ni- good. Ni- Nicole, Nicole and I, we do a good job. If if I'm frustrated with somebody for something or she's frustrated with somebody for something, we try to turn it into a let's play. Let me now play devil's advocate for that person. that can't speak for themselves now right like what if they were thinking this when they said it and you maybe took it a wrong way you know or what if they were their intentions with what they did were actually good and trying to help but it's just perceived that it's not because you don't know what everybody's thinking and my biggest phrase is closed mouths don't get fed right if you don't tell somebody that you need something or you want something or what's going on you'll never get that feedback and you'll never know and you'll just live with that resentment
2: you know true story And I love that you guys do that, you know, post about that on being you day, you know, like, I mean, really, (laughs) this is one of those things that you guys do and it, and it works. And yet a lot of people would never think about doing that. This is the sort of stuff, you know, in, in, in our own world, when we do something like that, we think, of course, it's too simple or it's not big enough or whatever, but just these, like these simple part of it is like simple life hacks, Mm -hmm. you know? to increase the quality of our lives that other people have that if we had them too would make our lives better.
0: Absolutely. You're absolutely right. And what is the uh, you said you you work or you co-founded an organization. Well, what's that organization you said it was?
2: It's called Access Consciousness.
0: And what can and I find if I go there? If I go to accessconsciousness.com, I'm assuming.com?
2: Uh, yep.
0: Yeah, what can and I find?
2: Oh, that you will find so much. (laughs) Uh, Let Let's put it this way: we're in 176 countries around the world.
0: Oh my God! We have
2: we have something like 11,000 facilitators doing different levels of this work, all of whom we do not try to control. We ask them to create, and so we have ways of changing. Quite literally almost anything that you might want to change. So we do classes. We do live and online classes. We do, uh, you know, we have a ton of books. It's like I've authored or co-authored something like 22 books at this point. Oh my gosh. Or 25, I think, if you include the three children's books and, um, tons of audios. There's, there's just so much. And, and the idea is, You know, it's called Access Consciousness, and our definition of consciousness is where everyone and everything exists and no one and nothing is judged. And it's really about creating a world beyond judgment and what we could be from there.
0: Well, that's awesome. Well, I'm going to tell all our uh, listeners now to go there to accessconsciousness.com, and where can they find you if they want to see your stuff, your videos, motivational things, whatever it may be?
2: can go to drdainheer.com which is d-r-d-a-i-n-h-e-e-r.com and there is a ton of stuff there and there's a ton of free stuff there because i've gotten so much from this work and being part of co-creating it for the last two two decades plus that i really just want to pay it forward and you can go to my youtube channel facebook page there's a ton of videos on a ton of things that are just there for, there for the viewing and for the enrichment of your life.
0: Well, thank you so much, Dr. Dane. Thank you for having this conversation with us. And I will try to take some of these tips that you gave us and definitely implement them in our day-to-day. And I'll be looking up in your social media uh, to see what you have to say there. And early, happy International Being You Day. Thank you very
2: much. You guys are wonderful. It's been a pleasure. It's
0: been awesome. Thank you. You have a good rest of your day. You also. Bye-bye. Bye. All right, Coco. It's your turn to talk now. I didn't
1: speak. <laughs> Sometimes I just like don't, don't want to speak. I just listen.
0: You were I'm a engaged. spectator and listener in this conversation. I was, that's
1: okay. I was very engaged.
0: Did you learn something? By listening.
1: Yeah, I learned a lot.
0: You know what I learned? And
1: I learned... Can I... Can I... Yeah, go ahead. Okay. Um, it really hit home when he was like, I know I I know, I have super high emotional intelligence, mm-hmm. like not to brag or anything, <laughs> but I feel so much that it's really, really hard sometimes. Um, not to where... I think that's where my anxiety can come from because I'm like, I, I just am too... Um, with people and animals, especially animals, like today I was really worked up about people... My mom's like don't even don't talk about it and Nicole like don't talk about it and here I am talking about it. Like I was just a little worked up about people having ponies at a birthday party because I was just like this poor ponies I don't know I don't know the backstory. She doesn't know the backstory. Okay, I don't know the yeah, backstory fair enough. of it at all and this yeah. pony could be the happiest pony in the world. I didn't just see it once. But you're
0: saying in most instances. I'm just
1: saying when from me with my heart looking in it just looks like this pony's being used for a prop.
0: Yeah, from place to place. And, as and it's just it's
1: sad to me. But I can't let it ruin my day because I will let it ruin my day. Oh yeah. And I actually like filmed a video story on my Instagram and I didn't post it because I was like, this is gonna cause too much controversy and i didn't say anything bad i just said i want to be educated so i can move on with my day so i yeah. can stop thinking about this and
0: because you probably doled on that for a couple hours i did and i yeah. just wanted
1: to be told like they have awesome lives and it's not a big deal like just but for me it's like they always look sad they're on this tiny rope and it's hot out and there's just kids like sitting and taking pictures mm-hmm. so it's hard on my like heart it really is yeah. and so i have to work for hours to get past that and now i'm on it again and for example earlier like my dad sent me a picture that one of his friends found a fawn in the woods when he was picking mushrooms. And I'm like, for an hour, I'm just like, I hope they left the fawn alone. The mom will be coming back. Mm -hmm. Like now I have to worry about this fawn all day and I have no control (laughs) over it. So that is what, that's really hard for me. And that can take away from my happiness because there's nothing I can do. And I don't know how to stop thinking about it.
0: Yeah. And I, and I, you know, and I can get into a whole conversation about that, mm-hmm. but you wouldn't want to hear it. But I I totally feel what you're talking about. Uh, yeah, and it just sucks. Um,
1: and people are like, you worry, this is like what people say as like a cut down, not people on the internet so much, but like people even in real life will just be like, you, you worry about animals way too much. Like you need to worry about kids and humans and this and this. And I understand that. I just know that, animals can't speak and animals can't do anything for themselves. So they're very vulnerable. And that's why I think I'm extra sensitive to them because they literally have to do what we make them do.
0: Yeah. And speaking of which changing gears, but still on the same topic (laughs) though, uh, Nicole's puppies, I guess our puppies, Paris and Beyonce, poor doggies, they had diarrhea and upset stomachs for like the last three days. So Nicole's been dealing with that and having essentially no life for the last no. few days because she's been on 24 hour uh, poop and, nurse watch.
1: Poop and puke cleanup. Yeah.
0: So, and they're finally feeling better today. So
1: you can hear them like scratching in on the door. So yeah. it makes me happy. I'm like, yes,
0: scratch. <laughs> yeah. We put them in the bedroom while we podcast. Um, so, yeah that's so yeah
1: sorry to like i was like gonna maybe bring that up during the conversation because i realize that that does stop my happiness a little bit Mm -hmm. from from living my daily i take on that that i have no control over so i need to get better at just being like
0: that's not nothing
1: i can do that's not mine
0: but the thing is and 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 you could do that (sighs) but you don't have to completely let it go because you when you can you do intervene
1: Mm -hmm. you know
0: I've seen you intervene with several animals of which... Okay, so you know. for
1: example, sorry to bring this up again, another animal story. Mm-hmm. I don't know, I think I told... I didn't tell you this. I told okay. my mom um, because she went with me to the vet. When I took my dog, Paris, to the vet, she was really, really sick. And then there was one other guy, okay, one other guy. And it was really hard for me not to kind of like judge him because he just looked like he had been up for like six days running completely like just looked like he
0: was drained. He was drained, he was but out of also
1: it. just like just all over the place. And I'm mm-hmm. like, what's going on with this guy? Yeah. And then he comes in and he's like, he wants to put this dog down. And I look in his van and his van, I look in his van. There's this very active dog. And they're like, sir, we can't put your dog down. It's not your dog. It's someone else's dog. Like they need to call and give permission. And I look and thinking there's going to be this old dog that can't do anything somewhere. And it's like, no, it's just active big dog in the car. And so I'm like, oh, my God. So then the owner calls. He's like, all right, let me go to my car. And he comes back and he's like, all right, they're calling you. And then they called and they said, we want this dog put down. So then obviously I get taken back in the room and I talked to the tech and I was like, wait, do you guys just put dogs down for like the hell of it because i was really pissed off because yeah. i'm judging this dog by being healthy and she's like yeah i know we don't we if if they're healthy um and they just want them put down no we don't we don't do that and so i was like okay because that dog looks super healthy and i'm just really confused and i can't stop thinking about it and now i'm really angry mm-hmm. and i wanted to say something to that guy but like what i can't because i don't freaking know the story yeah and she's like, yeah, um, they've never been here before, so we don't. We have to get the story. So it wasn't like a customer. Oh, okay. So then I was thinking, well, if they told him no, they'll what probably freaking go shoot yeah. the dog. Like, so this is what I worry about. While my dog's sick, for and I'm trying to advocate for this dog to like this tech who has like no say in anything and mm-hmm. i'm just like trying not to
0: background trying to put in her head like and they're not gonna take this dog you away from can't the sky just
1: you can't yeah they're not gonna say okay well oh, you
0: gotta leave the dog here with us now so you know.
1: i just wanted to say can i take the effing dog like can mm-hmm. i take the dog if if you want to because it didn't look and i mean i don't know if the bit somebody and it's like what how that works if it's i don't know but that was something I couldn't let go either, and now I'm not going to be able to let go again, and now I don't know what happened to the freaking dog.
0: Well, that's one of those—it's a, it's a sad situation, and you don't, you know, wish that on anybody, but it's also one of those things where, you know, it's I just don't yours, think we should you know? have
1: control over taking, like, a dog's life, really. I don't think that, you know? Mm-hmm. Unless it's, like, attacking someone or something, and there's this huge whatever—
0: I get what you I saying. just don't
1: think you should just be able to like and then I heard on the radio that having a pet is so expensive that some people just like want to put their dogs down because they can't afford it anymore. And I'm just like, don't get a freaking dog. Yeah. Don't get don't get an animal. Because animals are really expensive, they said um now- And it's
0: not for me, it's it's so I saw on the news there was an uptick obviously during COVID in adoptions, right? Yeah. big uptick. And now there's an uptick in returning dogs mm-hmm. to the pound because people are going back to work and they can't, you know, take care of the dogs. And like, you imagine what that's like for the dog, no, you I know, can't. they get so attached to, to people it. and, and everything. And they're like, they're the dog's only flaw is loving unconditionally. That's literally a dog's they're only flaw. They're literally
1: on earth to be our best friend. Yeah. That's what dogs are here for. And they want nothing but love.
0: Yeah, yeah. And that's all they, they don't ask want, they for. They don't want for anything but food and water.
1: Yeah, <laughs> and, and honestly, they can. I. They don't even. And
0: look. they wouldn't even be mad at you. That's how. That's how. That's how loyal they are. It's so
1: heartbreaking. Yeah. Ugh.
0: Anyway, switching gears, yeah. totally in the other direction. Nicole said earlier in the podcast that I got a motorcycle, and I did. I. Mm-hmm. Through something that I was doing, I met a guy and this guy and I started talking about motorcycles uh, just casually because I'm not a motorcycle person. I don't know anything about motorcycles. I, <laughs> I, you couldn't, I, I couldn't tell you anything except for the one that I have now. Uh, And he said, yeah, he's an older guy. He had this motorcycle and he just, he's looking to get rid of it because it just sits in his garage and it's hard for him to even look at it because he feels bad. It should have an owner that can give it some tender love and care, Mm -hmm. you know, kind of bring her back to life. And he was just kind of sad when he was talking about it. And I was like, you know, I'll take it off your hands. Thinking that he'd be like, well, you know, I'm going to sell it or whatever. He's like, okay. Oh,
1: you you said that to him? I didn't know that. Yeah. Oh, shoot, Victor. What if he really didn't want to give
0: it to you? <laughs> well, he, he could have said no. He could have said he's trying to he could have told me a price to sell it. You know, he could have done a million true, things. True, true. Right. But you, if you don't put it out there, you'll never know. He'll never know that I was interested. Right. So I just casually say, and if anything, I was joking. I was like, Phew, I'll take it off your hands. And he's like, okay. And I was like, "Okay." He's like, "Yeah." <laughs> no, he's like, "I'm be, I'm being dead serious. I, I, you'll be doing he He's like, "You'd be doing it me a favor, getting it out of my garage, you know, Whoa. and, and you will probably be one to give it, you know, some attention and be able mm-hmm. to ride it." He's like, "My riding days are over." And sure enough, within the week, now I have a BMW. It's a it's a 1976 BMW R96. I took off the fairing on it, which cute. is a windshield. It has one headlight. Mm-hmm. It has a twin valve engine. Just really old school, badass motorcycle. It is pretty cool. And I'm slowly bringing her back. I got her running, new battery, drained the fluids from it. I'm um, getting all the electrical is going to get done down the line, but it's going to one of my little projects now, and I love it. Actually, I'm thinking about it now, and I'm like, well, let me make sure it go, starts, and maybe I'll do a lap and come back and just make sure it starts. You know, That's what I'm thinking in my oh, head. Oh,
1: jeez, Louise.
0: It's so cool, though
1: stresses me out a little bit but
0: i know but i'm not you know i'm not trying to be a speed demon it's just cool to cruise you this know this fool
1: thinks that he's gonna put a sidecar on and i'd get in he's nuts i, I would, am I, victor i would never ever do that nicole how never.
0: cool would no. it be it used to have a sidecar attached so it already victor, has the,
1: hey i i don't let's just not go there i will never ever do they that think
0: how cool you no. would look in a little helmet and some goggles and a scarf in the sidecar <laughs> it's
1: not worth it's not worth it at all. I'm, we're about cruise, to have a child.
0: Well, not now, obviously. No, even when I... Well, cruise slow. No, it'll no. be perfect. It'll look really nice. No. Yeah, very vintage. You
1: couldn't pay me to do that.
0: That's what... No, okay. You know, you're going to do it. And, no, I'm not. And I'm not even going to force you to do it. I'm going to set it up and you're just going to be like, I wonder what it's like to ride in a sidecar. Because no. who wouldn't want to ride in a sidecar? Me. Oh, my gosh.
1: Why don't I, you ride in the sidecar?
0: You don't know how to drive the motorcycle. My
1: dad can drive you around. You can ride in the sidecar. I'd ride in the sidecar just to try it
0: out. <laughs> and then Dave can ride in the sidecar, too, just so he could try it out.
1: You got... Oh, my gosh. Anyways.
0: <laughs> I could just
1: see you with, like, a like a lab just sitting in there with the goggles in the car. I've seen them around here,
0: around this time of year, now that it's getting into summer over here. Champ would do it. Yeah. Well, I've seen the guy out here. He has a motorcycle with a sidecar, and the dog has goggles, a helmet. And he just rides in the sidecar, happy as could be, tongue out, just.
1: <laughs> I would do it if you went like if you were just on the in going in town like twenty five miles. an Yeah, hour.
0: just cruising. I think that'd be really Never cool. Never on a main road. Yeah, I think it'd be fun. I think you'd enjoy it. Maybe more in the than backyard. <laughs> in the, well, no, not in the backyard. That's grass. <laughs> uh, but no, I think I think it'd be a lot more fun than you're giving it credit for.
1: You you have to you have to become a really good driver first.
0: Do you have a weird or normal for us today?
1: Okay. Yeah, I do. So since I've been weird or no. is it weird or normal to wash your hands before you go to the bathroom and after you go to the bathroom?
0: That is weird.
1: I've been doing that.
0: Is, you've never used to do that before.
1: Nope. I started it since being pregnant.
0: You know what I wish you would do? I wish you would wash your feet before you get into bed and yeah, that's it. Just wash your feet before you get into bed.
1: Okay, you just totally took away my regular normal.
0: <laughs> so I do,
1: I wash, I think it's with like the whole COVID stuff and everything. I'm like, yeah, I'll just wash my hands and then I'll go. And then I wash my hands again because I don't know what I touched before I like. Touch w- your what.
0: stuff. Yeah.
1: I yeah, want to be you know really what? careful. You're right. That's
0: not a bad. Because normally- like you're
1: going to the bathroom and no, like, I'm just assuming a guy would have to like touch mm-hmm. something.
0: Touch his parts.
1: And then his hand could have been dirty
0: yeah you're right well if i know like if i was working on something or doing something well, yeah. where i knew where my hands were really dirty but yeah you're right i don't really think about it. I just go do my business and wash my hands i don't really you know
1: yeah for some reason it's like a ocd thing i do now that i have to do it because i'm just like you eh, can't be an ex you can't ever be too we've been going through soap faster if you haven't realized
0: no i haven't what i do realize is somebody doesn't return the toilet paper when we run out
1: you didn't do that before either so that was payback
0: that's what i what
1: payback
0: i'm the one that has refilled it twice
1: payback three times i honestly forgot i'm sorry
0: no it's completely okay you know what i don't like because i was just somewhere today and i had to use the restroom and it was a it was a senior emergency number two (laughs) right but their toilet paper was like sandpaper It was like construction paper. I was like, "Oh my gosh, why do people use this?" And I understand it's cheaper, but at what expense? At what expense are we doing this to our bodies?
1: Getting paper cuts in your butt?
0: Oh my god, so bad! It's so bad. <laughs> Thankfully, I didn't get a paper cut. But you know, that's what that, that's. If I had the toilet paper a little bit more at an angle, I might have.
1: Oh my! God. I might have had to
0: get stitches today. You're a
1: drama queen. I'm
0: just saying. I'm happy. You know what? And if people don't use them already, you should definitely use baby wipes. It's
1: not good for the. The toast. It's not good for like the. It's
0: flushable. Uh, you use them, so don't don't even try to argue the fact.
1: No, I use like one a month.
0: Okay, but if you haven't used it and you're listening to this, saying, "Oh yeah, no, I don't use white," definitely use white. Okay,
1: but you can throw them in the trash.
0: Oh my god!
1: What? Oh, do you put do you put poop on them? <laughs>
0: Okay. Are you scratch, joking?
1: Scratch that. Scratch that.
0: Yeah. Do not throw that in the trash. That's I, gonna be I was, one stinky bathroom. I was
1: thinking. <laughs> you imagine? I was thinking it was. I just swear, pee. somebody
0: came to my house okay. and then I went and used the bathroom later, and I went to just throw something something in the trash. And there's a toilet. There's a wipe just stuck to the wall of the trash can. Oh my
1: god! Yeah, that was really embarrassing. I gotta edit that out, which I probably won't. but no, just leave that's it in. hilarious. So
0: no, that's I, okay, what you do. So, that's why our bathroom smells no.
1: funny, huh? So I wasn't. I wasn't. I was forgetting that you only use wipes when you gotta go number two.
0: Yeah, why would I use them For when me, I'm going number one?
1: I don't use them when I go number two. I use them I, oh, when I go number babe, one.
0: Game changer. Your mind will be blown.
1: Mine are like no no wipers. Okay, well. I mean, I wipe, but there's nothing there. <laughs> okay. Like you, you're like wiping like 20 times. I can hear you. Like- <laughs> oh my gosh.
0: No, I am not. But that's all we got for you guys today. Thank you so, so much for listening. Please don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe. The easiest way is on the Little Purple app, Apple Podcasts. You can always go to Apple Podcasts on your online browser. And don't forget to tell people you can listen to us anywhere you listen to podcasts Google Play, Spotify, Stitcher. And you can always go to www.cococalientepodcast.com and you can check out our merchandise there. Please don't forget to follow us at Coco Caliente Pod on Insta. Oh, no, at Coco Caliente Pod on Twitter and at Coco Caliente Podcast on Instagram.
1: Podcast on your podcast app.